with Dr. Baker, J. Baker, Dr. B.J. Baker. And I am so excited again. I have my guest, Apostle Dr. Barry Cook today. And I want to, before he comes out, oh, there he is. I want to let you know something about this man. He's a prolific writer, but, uh, well, I'm not going to take my markers out. But this book, if you don't have it, it's Mission-Minded Leaders, then you need to go to Amazon or to go to his website, which will be up there. And then the companion, Establishing Your Course. These are two books that are in my library and they actually get used. Every book in my library don't get used, but these actually get used. And these are some of the things that you um, uh, uh, need to have, you know, not just in your library, but for your life and to be able to do the things that you do. And um, I'm, I'm just about ready to, I had to do that because I thought about that and I'm thinking, uh, they don't know how to get in touch with you. They don't know about these books and uh, I can advertise it here on HSBN TV, okay? We don't advertise on Love and Unity, but we can do it here. So yeah. I want to welcome you. Dr. Barry Cook was with me uh, the last two weeks and he's going to be with me for the next four weeks. So today, and next week and then the 28th and then that following week and he's sitting there looking at me really strange but at any rate that's what we're going to do so we're going to end up having a six week uh um um session on the same type of a subject so i am excited very excited welcome dr barry Praise God. It's good to be here talking about this subject again. I'm looking forward to it. And um, and since we uh, did the last one, you had spoken to me about when historically did this change. So I went back into history and dug some things out today. So if you happen to re-ask that, by the way. <laughs> you left us with a cliffhanger last time. And... Uh, this this type of a thing. I want to know what one of the things of it is, is that there was a difference in, I know in the kingdom of God, there is no difference in women and men, but we're talking to people that everybody is not a kingdom citizen because everybody didn't really, I mean, people quote that I'm kingdom, I'm kingdom, but they don't know a bit more than what's kingdom that I'm an astronaut. Okay. So I, I, I want you to, to talk about, I, I want you to talk about that when it happened and I also want you to talk about, you know, the educational type thing. So uh, go ahead, my friend. Well, <laughs> and I do yeah. that because you really are. I, I, I yeah, Amen. I and I, I love you. And I'm honored to be here, too. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. And I love that we can talk about this subject freely and completely and, and just throw it out there and, and let people think about some things. Because, you know, for instance, even in the and I know I'm jumping ahead, but just as an example, you know, we often talk about in Corinthians when it says, let the women be silent in the church, which I hope to get to some of these scriptures and if not this one, the next program. But, but um, you know, for instance, it says, let the wives ask their own husbands at home. And if you're a single person and you read that, you think, why well, does that apply to me? Who do I ask? I don't have a husband. So it's odd and it throws things and you're like, well, that doesn't really make sense, but I understand what it means if you have it. No, no, no. It's because the word wives there, we translated it wives, but that word means newly covenanted, newly covenanted. So it was interpreted wives. It means they were new converts to the church. They were newly coveted women, newly made, just made covenant with Jesus. They were in the process of coming. 
And it says, let them ask their own husbands at home. And the word husbands there is a general term meaning mature or, or over, oversight, oversight, your leader. I mean, so again, uh, people that just, that's why the church is going through this thing where it makes just the, just the, 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 the preachers should be the only one interpreting the Bible to, you know, the people just don't understand because in early times that was most of the people were uneducated. And that was another thing that unfortunately I talked about this before Paul is in that particular text is he's dealing with women that, that were basically not allowed to learn. They couldn't read and they couldn't write. And they're trying to follow what's going on. How are they going to even remember what to ask when they, their spiritual leader, when they get home? But it's just, um, you know, so it put something Paul had to deal with at the time to set something that was going on in the church at that moment. It'd be like folks fighting over COVID in the church. One group says, you know, we ain't having a church. If you have church, you don't follow the government. You don't love Jesus. You ain't obeying God. Another group says we got to obey God rather than man. And they're sitting there fighting it out in the church over COVID. You know, I feel like Paul about drinking wine and the other stuff. If it, if it hinders your faith, then stay at the house. If it don't, then come on out. I mean, you know, it's your life, both now or never. <laughs> You know, we just gotta we gotta live this thing, but hallelujah. So that's my thoughts. We get off. We have to understand. There's other ways. There's other things. We've got to go deeper in our understanding without it being from a biased position. It's like so when you hear that and you look that kind of stuff up and you see it, it's like okay, here we've spent years just focus on that being. You have to ask your wife. So you really can't ask anybody. You're lesser than even as a single woman. And it's like the whole thing throws this, this and then people make up rules around it. And um, unfortunately, you know, the funny thing about it is looking up in church history, where it changed <laughs> exactly was in a council in Laodicea, which is interesting. I and mean, I was thinking today, I need to go back and read Revelations, what it says to the church of Laodicea. Once I read the letters from Laodicea, and that's where the decision was made to to use, because um, really elders and and bishops are both the same in the Bible. We we've designated a hierarchy, but the name is used the same. And the majority of the time that the word is interchanged, even for for women or elders or mothers, it's often the word presbyteros, which means a woman elder. So they just they just said woman or the older women. Let the older women learn from the older. The word there that that phrase there is coming. It's talking about elders, the women elders, the the, the fivefold leaders, the women of God leading the church. You know? <laughs> and um, and so the interpretations were made to slant um, something that wouldn't be as controversial. Unfortunately, they've been taken way off the edge. But in Laodicea, they made the decision to stop using women in leadership. <laughs> Why? Yeah, well, it's pretty interesting when you go down through it and break it down. But let me just say that, that and I'll read, I'll read you a quote here from, from them just in a moment. But it's 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 interesting to see the exclusion that was made. It wasn't finalized uh, till Rome 
you know, really took over and organized the church. Then they shut it down and wrote their own government system. And just basically through all the biblical patterns and the historical things, they subdued the records and put the records down and so on and so forth. I mean, just in my reading today, I mean, I'll, I mean, let me, let me give you, take you into some of my studies today. Pliny, the writing to the Empress of Trajan in AD 100 said, the two ministers of the church in your city, he, uh, there's this, this person writing, this lady minister, elder, writing to the Emperor Trajan in AD 100, and she's telling him the two main churches in your city are run by these two women. Get to know them. They're good women that will change your city. And um, she said, both of them are young and age, but gifted of the Lord and gifted in leadership. Um, that's AD 100. I mean, and that's one of hundreds of little tidbits that are written. People weren't even thinking it was an issue because Jesus leveled the playing field. Yes. And so everybody was thinking it was the norm. And the apostles let be the norm. I mean, I mean, I've had people say to me often, well, it was 12 apostles, you know, men and all of that, but they started a new order. All of them ordained women. So they start, they knew that was part of their foundation was to start a new order. I they actually operated, they actually operated the way the kingdom of God is to operate. They 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 uh, ordained those that were qualified. They did not look at whether it was in a female body or a male body. And I, I really believe that this has been, I meant since all of these things changed, since there was um, whatever the reason, which I know that you're going to give us some of that. And I've been doing some studying too, so I could ask you a lot of questions. That's okay, fine. good. Okay. Um, but the, the the having it be so that we are actually wanting to to operate as a church rather than as the kingdom because the kingdom of god uh uh it levels because jesus said the kingdom is within so there it is it is not um uh contingent upon what kind of what kind of fixtures you got right. <laughs> You know, you know, and and I, I'd like for you to talk about that. I'd like for you to continue on with this. Well, again, you know, you go back to the garden. I know I always reference that, but you go back to the garden. The pattern was that the, his purpose for creating the woman and the fact that she was created out of his side, not from under his feet. The fact that, you know, um, she was created to take co-dominion with him and to rule together. Very specific language is used. It's not general language. It didn't say to serve him tea and cook him food so he can serve. But now that may be the role, but it's because of mutual understanding. It's because of, you know, mutual submission. It's because you recognize one another's gifts and you submit to one another's strengths and help each other's weaknesses. I mean, it's, it's freaking common sense, you know, so it really sounds stupid when, um, you know, the male ego rises up out of that and in a nasty attitude tries to enforce it or in a manipulative way tries to enforce it that if you took that same concept and applied it to them in some manner, they would vehemently deny, you know, and, um, and, and that's, that's, uh, 
That's a common and real issue. But again, what I say, the prophecies, even given on the Holy Spirit and the things about Jesus's turnaround were all included women on purpose. They included children on purpose. And and they and, and one of the things about that we don't understand a lot of times, even the, the term elder that's used in the Bible is, is most of the time it's the word that is not meaning male or it's meaning either, either, either or. And there is, I mean, I'm not going to take you through every interpretation, which I could, but, you know, just for the word elder, but I mean, there's four different types that are used in the majority, but the the majority of the time the new Paul used it, he interchanged back and forth and, and he never just used a male gender. And if he did, he, there's, there's three times in the New Testament he speaks of a woman and uses the term elder with the woman as a male. Yes. And it's he so we got this one understanding of it. They're using it as mature, 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 you know, and it, and it gets interpreted male and then we gender strength. OK, yeah. but, uh, OK, but here here's another here's another one. Um, a woman cannot teach a man or a woman cannot have rule or a woman cannot speak in the church or a woman cannot do yeah. these things. And they, uh, 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 let's talk about how they left out the, 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 uh, spirit of what Paul was talking about yeah. and is that we turned this thing but backwards. We turned it, we, we, we turned it sideways for whatever reason. But these things that people read, and then here it is that uh, females uh, foolishly are are deciding they can't make decisions, they can't do any of these things unless their husband approves, unless this is approved, unless that's approved. You know, there's many people. You know, Apostle Michael Fram, he cooks most of the time in his house. Uh, neighbor. Uh, uh, he cooks all of the time in his house. His wife is a, a, a doctor, a, a, a anesthesiologist and whatever it is. And yeah. he enjoys that. He works from home. He has his own business and he works from home. Well, he takes care of the of, of the child because he can do that. And he cooks and he does that. I mean, we pass food over the fence all the time. But, you know, I cook yeah. and Books and all of these things. So, but let's talk about some of the things, some of the misconceptions of what Paul said. Well, I mean, you just covered a vast array of things in that that comment. Um, because uh, I'm like, okay, I'll, she's going to stop. Nope, that's not that point. Okay, then, okay, now we're going back to this one. I'm like, okay, that's good. But um, you know, first of all, let me just say, I rolls at home are obviously I don't got milk in my boobies, okay? So there's some things, it's freaking common sense, all right? So we got to work to facilitate who has the tools necessary to get that job done and um, and who's better equipped for it. I mean, then as that comes in, it's what do we agree on? What do we want to help each other to do to reach our goals and what's best for our family? We sit down, we talk, we discuss, and then we make a decision to move forward. That's why I think a lot of people, you know, when they talk about marriages, they think it's attraction. They think it's chemistry. 
you know, and, and then it's like at best they think it's communication, which are the first three steps in a relationship, attraction, chemistry, communication. Then there's commonalities, you know, okay, we got something, we both like the same music and we both like, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. Okay, cool. But um, some of that's pretty stupid because it changes <laughs> off the wind. It's trendy. So, you know, what you got to go a little deeper than that. Like what a core value commonalities, you know, kind of thing. And then, and then what are you willing to really commit to? Cause you gotta be honest. There's some things you say, I commit to that. I ain't committing to that. You know, okay. You could just talk about it. You just got to know it. But the last thing and the final thing, and the thing that if you make it that far is you got to co-labor, co-labor, the period. I mean, no matter what. And I mean, you know, if the wife's been home with the kids for years and years and she has a career and she really wants to get back on it, you can't just, you got to figure out how to get her back in it. You got to right. work together as a team to do it, not just manipulate the situation or be afraid she's going to step out because now you fat, you know, or whatever. I'm just saying, you know, you hear guys say all these kind of things. I'm like, well, bro, <laughs> do something about it. Number two, you know, don't hold a woman back. You're going to lose her. I mean, you bless her to help her. You know, let her achieve her. Ask her. Tell me about your dreams. Here's what we're facing. Here's the schedule. Here's how we can do it. Okay. Here's let's try it. I mean, so honestly, all that other talk is is so antiquated and has failed almost every every system there is, except for people who are overdosed on drugs to keep them numb to life, so they can't they don't have to deal with the reality of how stupid their life has gotten. Right. And, um, you know, I mean that in the best sense of the way, of course. No, I know it. No, you, you mean it like you said it. You yeah. said it. You know, I'm just, I'm a human. talking to me. I'm a human living up in here. I'm, I'm saying it from up in here. But, That's right. um, you know, Paul's epistle to Timothy, 1 Timothy 2, 11 and 12, <laughs> let the women learn in silence and all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach nor usurp authority over a man, but to be in silence. So I'll talk around that for just a moment. I mean, there's a lot I could say on the subject. There's a lot of history written about the situations that were going on at the time, what Paul was writing about. I mean, the two main places he wrote it were in Corinthians and Ephesians, where he makes yeah. mention of these things. And, and, and Timothy, I mean, to Timothy to Titus dealing with the Ephesian church. And, 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 but, he, but he's trying to address a cultural issue that's going on at the time. He's trying to give insight into them. They had goddess of Diana in one place. And then uh, what was it? The, the hell? Um, Ar Ar Artemis. Yeah, well, I can't remember. It was another big woman um, deal that was based in, in the Corinthian area. And the problem was, is, is uh, both of them, they had masses of these. Now, understand that this, where he's talking to in Corinthians, these were the women, these were the elite temple prostitutes. I mean, if you know mm -hmm. the history, mm -hmm. they were trained and came out of Corinth right. and were sent into other regions, and they were the, the high dollar girls. So the, the problem was to them was the gospel came in and they started coming into the church and getting saved. That's also why there was a debate over head covering, because all these new women coming in were like, ah, you know what? Where is that in the Bible? <laughs> in that Old Testament? You know, <laughs> that's I, I love it. Back in the, the Great Awakening, 
um, they used to say that it was always a battle between the old lights and the new lights. I'd say <laughs> it always has been, you know, but so the word silence, let the woman learn in silence. The Greek word for silence here is heshushia, heshushia, meaning stillness or quietness, mm. meaning be peaceable by implication to wait for a proper time, um, mm. you know, not disturbing. So you get it when you see the definition, you get a picture of what he was dealing with. You know, they're sitting on the other side. They're seeing their spiritual advisor or mentor over there. I told you that word wasn't just husband. I mean, mm -hmm. these women didn't have husbands. That's Come right. On, That's right. Crazy people. You know, it's like, well, the, the single people can't even ask. Like, what? What? Why you got to put folks down? Sorry, but that's a church I grew up in. And then the next denomination I was in, both believed the same thing, different. They had racial issues, but they, they believed the same stupid stuff, you know, about, about women like that. But, um, you know, the Greek word here is we deal in means stillness or dissidence from hustle, means slow down, <laughs> quit, just wait, listen, be, be quiet. So if you don't yeah. learn, and, and it comes into the phrase, which the, in the thesaurus, it was talking about that that um, it means, the lexicon, it was talking about, it means um, if you don't catch that, you'll catch something else. Just be patient and listen. So I'm like, well, it's funny how that got interpreted. So Timothy, mm -hmm. Paul's companion and son of the faith, he knew he had women to travel with him. He knew of Paul's writings concerning men, women, and praying and prophesying. That's what I often say when people say this. I say, well, what about the, the previous chapters that said, we're talking about when a woman prophesies, when a that's woman right. prays. I'm like, how she, that's not being silent. And then you look at the word woman, and sometimes the word woman means mature. Sometimes it means a new convert. Sometimes it means just a female. Sometimes, I mean, you... You have to look at all of these different things. And this is one of the things that I think that we have not done. We start to read and and uh, what happens is you look up one word and then you follow it through. And even the word love, I mean, you look at the word love and, and it can mean one thing here. It can mean one thing here. It can mean one thing here. It can mean an Ahab love. It can mean an agape. It can mean these things. But the thing of it is, is that the context has changed. Things change yeah. as moving ahead but i needed you to speak about this part about being silent it's talk it's not talking about being a fishwife you know right. screaming over there asking for right. so go ahead we still got yeah to yeah so you know <laughs> you know the problem is is today i mean in timothy you don't understand timothy in timothy's mind he's thinking he know he's that's not even crossing his mind he knows that Paul was at Philip's house and all of his daughters prophesied and Paul acknowledged them as something he submitted to. I mean, he did, he submitted to their prophetic anointing. I mean, you know, he listened to them when they came down to speak over the men of God. I mean, there, he knew that he watched him. He was with him. He, he saw how he responded with Aquila and Priscilla. I mean, Phoebe, if you read about Phoebe, her her name is all in history with letters and chorus. She was a major apostolic figure in the time. And it's funny because men of God don't call her an apostle, but many of the governors of the time referred to her as the lady apostle Phoebe 
And I'm like, my God, we can't do that. We can't get our tongue to say it. But the, the politicians of the time writing to one another about her were like, the, the apostle Phoebe is coming. She's going to be bringing some people. They're going to be preaching the gospel. She's a good lady. Let her in. She won't take advantage of it. I mean, these are these aren't, aren't letters from church. These are letters from where you look at history, you know, records and you read things like that. And you got to do word searches to find names through thousands of documents, which you used to couldn't do. Thank God you can nowadays. But Paul is saying that the women are to learn in quietness. He's not saying you have to be quiet. She is to be peaceful, inner, stressful, tranquil. You know, don't disrupt the service because you don't understand the point, you know. Um, and the same word is used in verse two of this chapter. It speaks of a, the stillness of spirit, undisturbed by strife or discord. So a woman must be quite peaceful, restful. And, and here's the other thing, you got to understand, these women had not come out of situations where there was order, <laughs> you know, there was not, everything was hedonistic, very hedonistic, and um, and that was their service, that was their livelihood, that, and they did it in a religious way. So they was bringing some stuff up there. That's why Paul's writing to, in Timothy in Ephesus, you know, about, look, you know, let, let them dress modest, you know. It's not that he's against telling people you can't wear rings, you can't wear air. He's saying, don't do the <laughs> stuff you used to do to attract attention to your body and yourself. I mean, you know, just be, use your, you know, be modest, you know, be there for what you're there for. Don't be pulling the attention to you like you did used to do. Don't like do you used to do. This is not the way you still make the money. This is not the way that you do what it is that you do. And yeah. you know, in in this, and and I I, I think that they, what happened is in taking this and not recognizing and not and on purpose. I really believe that this was done on purpose. And the reason for it was on purpose because it was a spirit of control. It was being able to yeah. control people to have them to do things the way that they wanted them done yeah. and to subdue because if you keep telling me what I can't do it subdues me and then what happened is I believe that women started to destroy themselves in the mixed yeah they started to say the things they started to straw them uh, to destroy themselves in the mix because they can be some of the most I mean I am a woman but uh, in this instance, I can talk about they yeah. can some of the uh, um, uh, uh, do some of the most egregious things to each other. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the good thing about this in history is that the church from it realized it needed Sunday school. <laughs> that was that was the development that came along. Hold on. We're going to talk about Sunday school in our next program. Uh, we're uh, just about out of time. This is Thanks. Dr. J. Baker and uh, Apostle Dr. Baker and Apostle Dr. Barry Cook. And we're going to be back uh, next week when we're here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Tune in. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.